Hey friends. hey friends! Welcome back to the Hell Yeah and Other Things podcast. My name is Jack. And I'm Kelly. And, and thank you for joining us for episode two. Yay! We you didn't made it think we'd one. make it here. And oh, you guys did probably didn't think we'd make it here, but we did make it here. And we're going full steam ahead. Full steam ahead, like a train rolling down a hill. Uh, thanks for listening to the first episode. Sorry, some of the audio was a little rough. We are learning. Um, don't hold that against me. Also, um, shout out to my editing software because without that thing, it would not have worked. Um, shout out to the people that also assisted me in editing because I couldn't figure out why my file was too big. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be coming at you not so live um, Saturday nights for now. It may move in the future. As again, I said, we're learning. Um, but yeah, so far, Saturday nights will hit you in the face with a new episode. And then you can listen to it all week and um, give us feedback on how terrible we are in your ear holes. <laughs> or just laugh. Laugh with us. But yeah, so far, Saturdays. I don't know about you, but I listen to podcasts when I like get ready or when I drive somewhere. So if my new podcast I like comes out with an episode on the weekend, I usually don't listen to it till like the next week. But that's just me. Today we are plowing straight ahead into a topic. Today's topic being self-care, how to love yourselves better, how to take care of your skin. Should I panic cut bangs? We will answer all of these questions today. What is your biggest, like your top three for self-care? Like what are your top three things you do if you're like, I'm having a shit day or I'm not feeling great, or I'm slipping into my depression. What are your top three things that you just know you do by yourself to get out of that, or to, like, take care of yourself? I need to get outside. <laughs> I just need to not be indoors. I'm very fortunate for where I live. There's a pretty nice state park down by the Sound, roughly, you know, 15-minute drive from my house. So all I got to do is make it for those first 15 minutes in the car, and once I get there, I just walk for miles in the in the forest <clears throat> and down to the water put in some headphones listen to some glass animals shout out to them they don't sponsor us but would be pretty they cool should. if they did <laughs> and just listen to relaxing music and walk because for me i get my pent out energy by moving but i also fall into the trap of being too lazy to move so it's a it's a vicious cycle <laughs> Really doable. So that's thing one. Thing two is floor time. Just lay on the floor. Oh, floor time. For like 10 minutes, close my eyes. Really feel grounded against that hard wood of my bedroom <laughs> floor. And then thing three. Thing three. I, I actually, uh, I write pretty crappy short stories. Just about different people that come in through work. And I like... You know, I'll just write for like 10, 20 minutes. Be like, ah, oh, that was some good writing. Close my iPad. Get back to whatever I was doing. I like let, that. Let the creative juices flow a little bit. I like that. Because I'm really bad. I feel like if I was better at like painting or drawing, I would use that as an outlet. But I don't have the inherent skill and nor do I have the patience to better <laughs> <laughs> myself in those ways and i'll just get frustrated drawing the same stick figure trees and houses over again <laughs> what do you mean that's art fine art you are an artiste <laughs> this is my art this podcast um oh 
Okay. The art of voice talking. Eventually, Kelly and I will both have our own record label for audiobook narration. I don't ever want to read an audiobook. I'm sorry. I don't like my voice that much. It's not good. Also, I feel like I do character voices like too often, which you all will probably hear eventually. Um, there's a lot of them that live in my brain. And that would come out and people would be like, what is she doing? Who is this Russian lady speaking from her? Or just like, there's like a guy up there who's just like, get out of my way. I'm walking here. <laughs> like, They're all just up there. That's what would happen if I ever read an audiobook. Never let me do that. <laughs> my top three for self-care are step one if i'm like just this isn't going well drink water i always drink water or if i'm like i haven't drinking water in a few days and i'm like mad or angry drink more water and i don't know if it works but sometimes that like it works i just feel better that i've cleaned out my system a little with some water um my favorite water is also essentia sponsor me please i've been drinking you for years and it's the best water. I'm sorry. If you think Fiji Fiji water actually might be better. But like, Essentia is my top water. And if you come at me with the body armor. Oh my god. My <laughs> <laughs> if you come at me with body armor also being a superior water. The answer is I will hit you. No. Um, okay. Kelly, can you tell me more about under, under armor water? And no. do you think we could get a sponsorship I hate. No, I want a sponsorship from a I refuse body armor water. I'm sorry. The answer is no. Um, but no, I drink water. I think my second thing is I, like, I'll spend more time getting ready or, like, working on my appearance. Um, like, if I, I'm more like a look good, kind of feel good thing. And sometimes it helps and sometimes I just look like a clown. Um, and the other thing is I think the same as Jack's number three, getting into my creative outlets. I'll pick up an instrument again i play a billion instruments i'll pick one up and i'll just play it for a bit or i'll i painted a tool she's really good at them too kelly oh, is a very good yeah. flautist yes. and a good cellist i wouldn't say good cellist i would just say amateur cellist self-taught i bought it off craigslist but for a hundred dollars <laughs> Yeah, but, like, no, I'll just pick up an instrument and I'll play. A lot of times back home I would just go sit in a practice room in college and, like, play the piano. Or I'll, like, paint or I'll write or I'll sing. Like, you know I'm trying to, like, I don't really sing a lot, but if I'm, like, really, really happy or, like, I'm trying to get myself out of depression, I'll sing. But yesterday I painted a toolbox. Like, I was just bored and I was, like, kind of depressed, but I painted a toolbox. I love painting. I'll paint anything painted several traffic cones in my time but like yeah getting into something creative traffic i don't cones, live Kelly. why what? traffic cones <laughs> listen <laughs> listen traffic cones are my like mo probably shouldn't okay talk about this on the podcast i'll talk about it on the podcast i don't give a shit <laughs> yes explain okay so the traffic cones thing which is not a normal medium to paint on um I've been stealing cones. Like, everyone steals a cone. But I'm that person that's, like, been stealing cones for, like, a minute since, like, high school. Um, Kelly instance... was an awful influence on me. Oh I was God, very no. sheltered before I went to Washington State University. I and then I met her and all went downhill. Was sheltered. Because no one would ever go along with the shenanigans I'd suggested until Jack. <laughs> so, but no, I've stolen several cones in my time. I When I was actually... First met Jack, I stole a cone at a Christmas party and made it into a Christmas tree. Um, 
Yeah, I've stolen several cones. I stole a cone last year and made it into Pickle Rick. It's up on TikTok. <laughs> I stole a cone. I've stolen several. Okay, we have, there's the three species of traffic cone. There's like a regular one, a long one, and the like large one. I've stolen one of those fat large boys. I am five and a half feet tall. That cone comes up to where like my boobs are. It's it's huge. It's like just below my shoulders. Those cones are huge, and you don't realize how big they are until you're next to them. But I have stolen one of every species. So, yeah. And the painting on them was because we saw a TikTok of it, and we thought it was funny. And then we would just leave them places. Because that's not, like, tell me you wouldn't think that's funny. Maybe I won't put this in there. (laughs) 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 What I'm talking about is where I'm like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't advertise that to the world. Anyway. Just say a friend. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, I did this, just for clarification. <laughs> Maybe I'll put it in there. I just alleged, like... quote, loose air quotes, allegedly um, have partaken in the cone thievery, but also allegedly may have not. You don't know where I am on Thursday night. I'm in bed. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Self-care. Self-care is also important, though, in, like, your everyday life. Like, sometimes just taking, like, I used to not take breaks at work. Because I'd be like, I'm this badass. I don't need to, like, take breaks. I don't work in, like, a a place where you need to be a badass, eh? I don't work in a place where you, like, it's cool if you don't take breaks. It's just, like, whatever. I just never took them. And then I was like, I'm full of rage every day when I come here. And so then I started maybe taking, like, five-minute breaks every once in a while if I just need to simmer down. Or the other one is I'll go, hey, I'm taking a lap, and then I'll just walk my place of work, and everyone will be like, what? And I'll just be like, no, I just need to calm down. So I think that's also a form of self-care. Ooh, that's nice. So I'm working nights right now, right? And it's... Please cut that out, Kelly. I'm sorry. I'm getting really mucusy. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> I may leave it in there. It's okay. Funny not to lie. <laughs> but uh, roughly, so for my eight-hour shift, I'm the only one at my place of work. And with that being said, I don't get a lunch break or breaks. But the thing is, um. It's so slow and like the clerical is not the right word, but like the housekeeping stuff, like sweeping the floors, stocking some stuff, running reports between that and helping customers. I probably only have three and a half hours of real work a night. And then I basically get paid for four and a half hours of uh, reading, watching YouTube videos, literally walking three miles a night around my store. That's what I do at work. I get my steps in. I walk three miles in circles. And it's very nice. <laughs> it's a way to get my energy out. <clears throat> but yes, I have the opposite problem. I get angsty because there's not enough to do. And Kelly gets angsty because she just chooses not to not do her breaks. <clears throat> well, I, get, I think I get more angsty because I feel like I do everything. And then I also get just eerily. You ever dealt with a customer? <laughs> I'm mad. Sorry. <laughs> Just in general, just don't, just don't be dumb. That's all I ask. What are your toxic self-care traits, or like things you used to do that you don't do anymore because they were not quote-unquote self-care, but you categorized them as self-care? Well, I'm still doing this one, but I have been substituting water for coffee. 
which I really need to cut down on my intake. I probably drink twice the recommended amount of healthy caffeine I'll for the day. To that. <laughs> oh yeah, taking a sip of a cold brew right now. <laughs> Why'd you announce that? Um, also, uh, I would take lots of naps because I was tired and like, oh, I'm tired. Take a little half hour nap. But half hour turns into an hour and a half. This was definitely more back in school. I remember your sleeping phase. Everyone would be like, where's Jack? And you'd be like, everyone, no one would know. And you'd be like, hey, guys, just took a nap. And it was like six hours later. <laughs> you yeah. show up. I really do enjoy my sleep. I always have. Um, like back in high school on the weekends, I could sleep for like 14 hours. But back then you have the excuse of like, you're growing. You're becoming, you're like, boy. your body's using lots of energy. And also back then, school was intense. I, Raging hormones. I got, I got straight A's. I, like, school. put in the work and the effort. And I also did sports. So, like, there was a reason to, like, sleep that much. Because I was just going, going, going. But then, I just never grew out of really liking my sleep. <laughs> but I find that if I do something active or take, like, 52 deep breaths... 50. I'll feel more awake and then just continue through and then feel better. That's fair. I have the opposite problem. I don't sleep. I mean, just in general. Like, I just generally don't. I think I get maybe four to six hours of sleep a night, which is, like, below the recommended average. That's really bad. But I'm, like, I'm fine. I just, like, don't need it. Like to, I think like, that's I... called hypomania, Kelly. <laughs> Okay, but I've, like, asked doctors. My doctor's like, if you feel rested and you're functional. Because I went to bed at, like, 1.45 yesterday, and I woke up at 6 today. Is that seven hours? One, two, three. It's, That's... like, five hours. That but is like, not seven hours, Kevin. I don't know. I'm, like, <laughs> I don't know math, okay? Who do I look like? I majored in music. I can only count to eight. What do you mean? <laughs> but, yeah. So, like, don't sleep. But I don't think that's, like, a form of self-care sabotage. I just think that's... I just don't, in general. That's just poor decisions. Yeah, that's just either poor decisions or I just don't. Like, my body's just awake, so I can't. I think my terrible, terrible forms of self-care were... die In high school, oh my god, something would happen and I'd go dye my hair. Or I'd cut my hair. Or I'd cut bangs. Or I'd cut my hair off. Like, I had really long hair freshman year, and I think I graduated high school with, like, strawberry blonde hair, and it was, like, shoulder length. I, I've i seen which, photos. It was Yeah, bad. I would always just be cutting or doing, but, like, doing something else with my hair. Like, I'd go upstairs for a couple hours to come down, and my mom be like, ah, that's the look you're going with today. Okay. But it was just, like, I think a lot of it was, like, it was, like, again, with my whole I get ready to, like, feel better about myself. I think it was part of that. I've just developed into more, like, instead of being self-destructive with it making it like enhancing my features instead of like I'm ugly let me change my hair or just like I'm more comfortable in my own skin I think I've had pretty close to my natural hair color for the last year and a half and I haven't cut it relatively other than like going to the salon and getting it done and that's the first time like 2020 was the first time in like eight years that I actually had gotten a professional haircut let me tell you folks um we know (laughs) Kelly's doing good because when she doesn't ask me to cut her bangs or give her bangs, that's a very positive sign that things are going well in her life. Jack gave me a Lord Farquaad haircut once. <laughs> like, 
like I already had bangs and my hair was maybe like like a little bit below my shoulders and Jack was like we he came over and I was like you cut my bangs so I I've given Jack a few hair <laughs> disasters Jack dyed his hair blue and himself blue that was an, that was a very interesting uh time I, shout out to Josie for letting me live oh. in her apartment illegally that summer yeah but uh so- Jack was staying in an apartment, quote unquote, illegally. I we, I went to visit, and we I don't know what came upon us where we decided you needed blue hair, but we decided you needed blue hair. So we dyed Jack's hair blue, and I just remember I was sitting on the couch, and he comes out, and he's like, "Hey, um." Uh, um, and I was like, "What?" And he's just blue. He's just. Blue. I really did look like a blueberry. It was like that for about a week. It didn't wash off quickly. Blue. I don't even know how he became blue, but he was blue. And he's like, "We'll come out of the shower." So I go back, and it looks like he murdered a Smurf and then made wine with blueberries in his feet. Oh, it was like. So blue, just everywhere was blue. Oh, zero out of ten. That, I'm also sorry stain, to Josie and Jack's parents. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That stain never came out of that shower. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. I don't even remember. Like, oh, because I've dyed my hair blue, and it has not been that blue. But like, you everywhere. didn't bleach it first. Yes, I did. Did you? I have dark hair. There's no way it would show well, up. Well, same. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know why it did that, but that was nuts. <laughs> that was funny. What else have I done? Oh, I've bleached the bottom of your hair. Have I not? There was some other disastrous hair thing we did. I curled your hair, but that was kind of a look. I wasn't mad at that. Well, my hair is naturally pretty curly. I think but it's it... curlier than yours, Kelly. I think so, too, because mine's just wavy, but I think it's because my mine's shorter. It's, like, curlier because it's not as heavy. What else? I feel like we've done something else to your hair. I haven't let you shave my head yet. I don't. Also, I need to sneeze, so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Watching the wind-up to that was fun. But no, yeah, Jack gave me a Lord Farquaad haircut. We uh, came over. I'd already had bangs. I just needed, like, a trim. And to, like, repay him for letting me cut or letting me turn him into a smurf, he um, cut my bangs. And then we were just like, what if we just cut all your other hair, too? An eye for an eye. Jack cut my hair, like, a little bit below my chin. It was really, really short. And it, I had bangs, and I remember it came out, and the two looks I got were Dora the Explorer or Lord Farquaad. And that was what my hair looked like for a long time until I let it grow out. And now I have hair that's about, it's really long now. It's like halfway down my back. I mean, it's not really long, but it's like, it's longer than it has been in forever. And it's my natural hair color. And that was like a long time coming for me. Ma'am, you have purple in your hair right now? Nope, there's no colors in my hair right now. Took the purple out. It's all black. Firm handshake. Firm handshake on that. Yeah. So that's a lot. But that was like, I think my biggest toxic trait is I would just go mess around with my hair. I think my hair was like dead. It was like the wrong color for my face. 
I don't know. And I think part of that also was I just didn't want to look like myself. I grew up in an area where the pretty girls were like the blonde, really, really tiny little girls and uh, blue eyes. And I don't I don't look like that. I'm I'm half Latina. I look like a white girl with like Latina features. Like I don't look like a pretty little blonde twig. I'm very curvy. I have large boobs and a butt. <laughs> I just didn't look like that. So I think part of why I would do my hair and stuff was to like try and like look more like that or try and fit in a little because everyone wants to fit in, especially like in high school. But yeah, now my hair is just my natural color. And I kind of love it. I think I never want a different color hair, which is weird that I've come full circle, but it's also kind of nice. Kelly's always complained about how her hair has a red in it. At least once a week. I have a but red I'm glad to hear. I'm glad hair. to hear that you're learning to accept who you are. Yeah. I'm hashtag, not... hashtag self-love. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not upset with the way I look. I'm actually excited that I look kind of Latina. And that that's fun. And I used to hate it. I used to not want dark hair and dark eyes. But now it's okay. <laughs> I'm chilling with it. I'm trying to think of another self-sabotage you want I have. You talk yourself down a lot. I do. Lots um, of self-deprecation. Do, but I also me think as well. that's like my humor. It's like... If I make fun of myself first, no one else can make fun of me. And that's just what I've learned, I think, with, like, performing. I'm like, okay, if I can pick out the things that I've done really bad. Like, I'll go into an audition, and I would be like, okay, I already know what they're going to say. Like, I already know the things that I did bad. And so I think a lot of that also would transfer over into just my, like, everyday life. I don't think I'm not confident, because I think I'm pretty confident, like... I think that's also just my, like, no fear sector of my brain. Where I'm like, cool, if I walk into this situation, the worst I can hear is a no. Or the worst I can hear is that, like, we don't like you. And that that's okay. Like, not, I don't want everybody to like me. If you like me at all times, like, some that's not okay. You shouldn't like me at all times. I don't expect that out of anybody. I don't like myself at all times. I don't, because I don't like everybody else at all times either. Um, which is completely fair. But I we're, also... We're all human. Yeah, like, like that's, that's a very human that's thing. That's really human and normal. And just like some of my best friends I don't even like. I don't even know that I've liked Jack every single time I've been in the presence of Jack. Like That's I've, true. Kelly has gotten on my nerves before. Yeah. Like we're just good I, about not letting yeah. those things outshine the positives of yeah, our, our like, relationship. Even if I'm like Jack gets on my nerves, like I'm still just like, okay, we'll just like take a break or I'll just like I don't even know. It's not like, unless it's like a big, big deal. Like, I'm like actually really, really offended. Like, I don't know that I'd also bring it up because it's not a big enough deal to like destroy a whole friendship over. So, that's another thing. But, like, yeah, I do self deprecate a lot. And I think that's just my defense mechanism. If I already know the worst thing, like, if I say to myself the worst thing that anyone can say about me, like, no one can say anything worse than that. So, I'm fine. Dang, that got deep. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> that's what this. Is it not supposed to? No, it is. <laughs> like, well, I'm ugly, but it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. LOL. But no, one thing that I do need to work on is being more confident. I definitely have a bad streak of imposter syndrome in everything that I do. There's always seeds of self-doubt in my psyche, which is one thing that I really admire about Kelly is that all of the confidence that she does have and like the let's just not give a shit and go forward. I've never been like that. I've always, I've always uh, been like, 
the peacekeeper in all of my social relationships. Like I've always felt like the pressure to please people and make everyone happy and like satisfied with everything. And like, I think you're like you know, a in, cer- you in certain situations, situation. that's like fine. But like, also, how do I how do I stand up for myself and my boundaries? I okay, because but like, like on I, the same I, half of being confident, I'm also really really bad at boundaries. So, but hey, we we're working on it. We're building it up, bit by bit. Are you bad at, like, friend boundaries, professional boundaries, or, like, relationship boundaries? I'm bad at saying no. Just, like, in general? Just in general. Because I feel like, I don't know, I definitely feel like, what am I, okay, (laughs) what am I trying to say? It's like. You don't want to be the person that says no in, like, an important situation? Or, like, the situation where someone needs you, and then or you're just the like, asshole that said no. Yeah, I don't want to be the asshole that says no. Because, realistically, lots of things are just would be, like, a minor inconvenience for me. Because, also, about me, I have a very calm demeanor most of the time. Like, yeah. I don't get calm. offended easily. I, I get stressed out easily, but not, like, by people things. Just, like... General life things. I stress myself out. Other people don't necessarily stress me out. I stress myself out with all of the scenarios that run through my head about how things can go. But like when they actually happen, you know, it's obviously never as bad as I thought it was going to (laughs) be. But uh, I don't know. It definitely. (sighs) So is it like doing things for other people that you can't say no to? Or if someone's like, hey, Jack, want to hang out? And then you're like, I already have these eight other things I like have to do. Do you yeah. still sit like that? Or is it like both? It's like, it's both. Because I'll definitely overbook myself to the mm. point of psychological collapse. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> and then, then I'll panic because like I said yes, but then I forgot I had something else going on. And then it's like, if I say no to hanging out with someone, like how will they perceive that with me? And like the future social interactions, because I do enjoy their presence. But like, I guess it's like... I have trouble differentiating like saying no to a situation versus saying no to like people and how they interpret oh because i feel like like kelly if you asked me hey do you want to hang out this weekend and i said no would you think that's just like would you think that's just like oh he doesn't want to hang out this weekend in particular or like is this a way of him subtly saying he doesn't want to hang out with me in the future? And it's like trying to distance himself because I really don't like being on bad terms with people and people are unpredictable. I'm unpredictable. Like I don't want to. I think nine times out of 10, how I interpret stuff is like, Oh, they're just busy or something. Um, Unless you have like a track record with me where you're weird and flaky or just like, not consistent then i'll probably be a little bit weirder if you were just like hey i don't want to hang out like i know i agree but i can't if you have like a valid reason i'm usually just like whatever it's fine um i pretty much go with the flow but no i get that you just get really in your head about it that's okay. and then it's like if someone says something that i don't like or does something to me that i don't like i have to like do the social calculus of how much does this mean how would i you know approach them in a conversation about it how would they react Am I willing to, like, put up a friendship on the line because of this? And obviously, like, if that was 
in like most cases, like if that was to be like a big enough thing that they wouldn't want to be friends or something like that, obviously we shouldn't have been friends in the first place. Yeah. But also like everyone has their positives, everyone has their negatives and it's just very difficult for me to like burn bridges in a way. And I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like little things would disproportionately burn the bridge. But I think you, that's just all in my head. So, yeah, I think I don't know. I think a lot of that is probably <clears throat> maybe like anxiety or just stuff. I don't know. Cause I don't know that I think of people. I, I have really bad, like I have great professional boundaries. I think I know a lot of times I act like I'm overwhelmed or stuff in professional situations, but I also know how much I can handle when I just need to be like, this isn't working. Like, this is not fine. I can't do that. Sorry, I'm busy. I will straight up just say no to people all the time. Like, and I think I learned that through like music and like having to be a professional and having to work with different people. And if you, you can't perform that to the best of your ability, you can't say yes. Because I know with my own stuff, I want it like done like that. Or like at work, I'll take on so much stuff. And everybody's like, are you okay? You seem a little stressed. And I'll be like, no one asked me to do anything else. Like I'm done. This is my limit. Um, So I think that's like, I'm really good at like professional boundaries. And like, I think friend boundaries, like friend boundaries. I used to really much, like I would just end friendships a lot. Because I just be like, that's offensive. I can't do that. that. And that's against my morals. We don't align. Bye. I'm done. Are you? People have done things to me. And, like, maybe that's really, really dramatic. Because I also think, like, now that I'm older, I think that a lot more. I, like, think through it a lot more before. I'm like, is it worth really ending a friendship over? Is this just someone I want to, like, distance for a bit? Or is this someone that's, like, now that I know this about them, I want to keep it, like, an arm's length. But I think, because I used to just, like, someone would do some, so, okay, I have this friend, or had this ex-friend. I, I don't even remember what the situation was, but she was just concerned or something, and she ended up sending the guy I was dating at the time. She got his number from a mutual friend that we had, and, like, ended up telling him he needed to come look after me, and, like, I wasn't okay. And I was so offended by that. I was like, A, I was fine. You didn't even bother to, like, check with me to make sure I was okay. Because I was I was literally okay. I was just being stupid and, like, dumb. And she was like, well, you weren't fine. And I was like, okay, but you didn't bother to call me first and, like, check to make sure I was okay. And I remember I ended the friendship over that. I was like, you went behind my back to get somebody's, like, and it probably was a really, really dramatic way to, like, end the friendship. Because it, it maybe didn't need to end. But at that point, I think I was also just really fed up with some of that person's actions. And I think that was, like, the last friendship I really, really, like, ended, ended. Where I was just like, hey, you did this thing, and it it's not fine. And, I, like, I don't know that I can continue being your friend because now I don't trust you. Once you break trust with me as, like, a friend, I'm out. Bye. Like, I gotta go. And I wish I had that more in, like, relationships because I don't. I don't know why I have it in those two areas. And, I like, whoever I'm dating or whatever, I don't know what boundaries are. Like, I can think over my last few couple exes and I just where is the boundary or just like people that I probably shouldn't still talk to that I 100% still talk to and I just I don't know because I don't know where the boundary is like they'll tell me there's these two people that have told me something that's like it's really really not it's bad like it's pretty like dating black or white like that's a hard no and instead of being like hard no I'm like oh okay that's fine and like it's it's not fine but then I just continue when I get deeper and then I like, I don't even know. And I think part of it's because I'm like afraid of like people not liking me. I'm a little bit quote unquote insecure in relationships. I don't know 
that I've ever been in a positive relationship. So I don't think I know what that looks like or what that feels like or what that is. I also think I like, I'm scared that everyone's going to leave me. I mean, no, but like not, I'm not, but I like am to a point. It's just really, Ooh, unpre- I feel it's, that. it's like uncertain for me. And I don't like being uncertain because I'm so certain about everything else. And I think that's also a big part of it. But I just don't have good boundaries. Like, I don't. And I think once people get in that, like, relationship center in my brain, I'm just like, panic, what do I do? Like, how do I create a healthy boundary here without making them not want to speak to me again? And I don't know why that part is the part that I don't get. Or just, there's people, because I can name, like, three people right now. I'm not going to. You're safe. But just people who I'm like, you. I, once they told me that first thing, I should have just stopped. I should have been like, no, it's fine. Like, we should not still be friends. But now I know too much about them. And I think I also keep people around sometimes because they know too much. I'm like, you know my personal stuff. Like, I can't not talk to you. But I think another part of it is, like, a couple of the people who have told me really, like, big red flag things also are people that I, I relate to on a weird personal level. And so part of me is like, oh, no. Like, these are people that, like, I actually genuinely care about, which also sucks. Because then I'm like, where are my morals and values with that? Like, Obviously, there's this huge thing, but, like, with a friend, I would have, like, maybe just started, like, go away, like, arm's length away. And so that's, I think, my issues with boundaries. I also think I've had boundary violation in my life where people just don't respect them. And it was, like, someone who was close to me, and I think that's also why I keep people around like that, too. So, that sucks, but that's life. Life does suck. Oftentimes. (laughs) Oftentimes. <laughs> Life sucks the butt. That uh, got deep. Wow. <laughs> look at us getting hashtag deep. Hashtag deep. That's what this podcast is for. Yeah. I wish my chickens were more affectionate. We didn't <laughs> condition them enough when they were younger to like want to be pet. Oh. But they'll follow you around and like cluck at you and they don't fear you. So they'll like just get really close. Mm-hmm. They just don't like being touched. Kind of like Kelly. That's, yep, that's... (laughs) I like being touched by certain people. You have to earn that right. (laughs) Oh, Kelly knows that when I see her next, she's going to get a very large hug and be spared. Like, bear hug attacks me, and it's my favorite thing. Jack is one of the few select people that is allowed to touch me. (laughs) I think there's maybe, like, five people, now that I'm thinking about it. All of them are men, too. That's so bad. (laughs) There's, like, a couple people, though, that I koala bear hug, who I don't know if they like it or not. But I do it anyway. I should maybe ask. I'm a very physically affectionate person. Just like with all of my friends and people in general. What is a song this week that you have been listening to on repeat? I don't haven't really been listening to anything this week, honestly. I've been so because I, I my brain constantly has sound in it. Sometimes I just really like silence. That's I think where I've been at this week a lot. It's just I just want quiet. It's a way I regroup. This week has been a lot of just like regrouping because last week I was really ragey, and so I had a few days off in a row, and I was just kind of like, "Hey, let's get it together. Let's like regroup," and so that's kind of what I've been doing. Do you have, like, self-care songs? I do. What are I your self-care songs? Evil Friends by Portugal the Man. I listen to Giants 
by Bare Hands. Um, 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 um. Poker Face by Lady Gaga. Yeah, <laughs> that was no, the same no, no. <laughs> Uh I listen to lots of Glass Animals. I like Poplar Street. That's a very good one. I like the guitar riffs. Also, uh, AJR and... I just discovered AJR. My, I had a friend who, like, he's so into music, but he played them for me, and I was like, oh, why have I been sleeping on AJR? Like, recently, within the last, since, like, December, I think. Shout out to my friend who recommended AJR. Because I I was, like, sleeping on him. What? And Cage the Elephant. Those are, like... And, of course, they always change. I cycle through them, but that's what I'm... My current, my current good songs are slash artists. I have like a rotation. I think Modest Mouse top tier. Always, always, always something I listen to. No matter the mood, if you're ragey, listen to Modest Mouse. If I'm excited, listen to Modest Mouse. If I'm going to a glamorous event, Modest Mouse. I love Modest Mouse. Top ten. I think do I was like, in there. Do I like what? Do you like sad songs? Yes and no. I think I do because I like how they're written, if that makes sense. I listen to music weird, though, because of my brain and my composition. I think so. I have. okay. there's this one composer, John Adams. If you not the president, he's the composer. He used to work for the San Francisco Symphony. He was their composer in residence. But he is a minimalist composer. And if you don't know anything about minimalist music, it's. It's like a sound wash. Like if you were to go watch the ocean for a couple of minutes, that's what I like would say it would sound like. It's very repetitive and very calming, but also really, really intense. And it's, I love it. It's my favorite. But John Adams, he wrote this piece called Hallelujah Junction. I love that. That really always is just like, okay, I just need to recenter. That's a good one for me. And then Harmony Lear, I have no idea how to say it. It's German. I'm so sorry. Can you spell it and I can say it? H A R. O M I N E L I E H R E. I'll need to text it to me. I'll see it written out. I don't have enough working memory to hold all of those letters in my head yeah. at the same time. It's so it's a German. So harmony layer. I don't really know how to say it. You say it as harmonia layer. All right, well, I'm just going to keep calling it what I've been calling it. It's incorrect. Um, but Schumann, who's this German composer, that was his theory of harmony, that word. That's where that comes from. But John Adams wrote his own piece about it. And the first movement, it's, it's good. I think the first movement's overrated. Like, it's good. You should listen to it. But I, it's not my favorite. Second movement's really slow. But the third movement, mm, get me with that third movement. It's creepy. And weird and majestic. And it's it's about a dream he had with, about his daughter. Um, It's called Meister Eckhart and Quacky. And it's, ah, just go listen to it. I, that's like top 10, like top 10 favorite things to like listen to. Um, trying to think of some other ones. That just like really get me out of my zone. Avi Kaplan, he was the bass singer in Pentatonics, but he has now done some solo work. Oh, I'm obsessed. It's like folky and like old school rock and roll. But, like, folk rock, mm, top ten. I love him. What else do I like to listen to? That's neither of those things. The Strokes. I think that's my other favorite band right now. They're a bop. They're a bop. And they do weird stuff. Like, 
you kind of like a lot of their stuff's like their sound but some of their stuff's just out there and then i think radiohead i've been listening to a lot of radiohead lately which is weird i think my genre of music that i like zone in on is like alt rock or just like rock or the mollusk the mollusk by ween is jack and i's hype album i don't care what you have to say <clears throat> listen to the mollusk he listens with his wandering eye Listen to it. There's a song called Waving My Dick in the Wind. I might have to bleep out dick, but it's fine. Go listen to it. The Mollusk is Jack and I's hype song. Top. I love that. I just love it. What else do I like? What other good music is there? If you have song recommendations, hit us up on Instagram at hellyad.podcast. Forgot to plug that earlier. Also, our podcast is available on all streaming platforms. Please give us a follow and a rating or a comment on Apple Music. Give us a follow on Spotify. I think we're on Breaker. We're on everything. So follow and listen, um, please. I should have plugged that earlier. But yeah, DM us. If you have something to contribute, comments, DMs. We love to hear from you. If you think my voice is terrible, what well, feedback? I'm in search of constructive criticism. Crun. Criticism. Yeah. But I don't know how to speak, man. I just work here. I don't even work here. I'm not getting paid. Hmm. Listening to music. Do you ever go on drives for like self-care? Possibly. I have I a bunch drove to California a few weeks ago, a few weekends ago. Just for it was a literal day and a half trip. I got off of work at 6 a.m. I Drove in the nine and a half hours to the Redwoods in Northern California on the coast. I went on a small hike. I passed out at 5 p.m. I got up at 4 a.m., drove to a hike, did like a 12-mile hike, did another three-mile hike, and then I just drove back home to Washington. So but I... driving really oh, centers me. I really do enjoy road trips. I have done three big road trips in my lifetime. I've driven from Houston, Texas, back to Seattle. I have driven from, well, I've done more, but like, nope, I've done more than three. Never mind. I've done <laughs> at least six to seven, to, oh, no, seven to eight big road trips. Because there was some for school and then three just personal ones. My parents would take us on road trips as kids, and I would hate them. I would not. I would dislike them. But no, I appreciate that they did that, because now I have an appreciation for them that I didn't have. I, whenever I go, like, move somewhere, I always find, like, a road or something that gives me, like, peace or, like, joy um, that I go drive. And then I have little spots that I'll drive to that are, like, my end-of-the-world, quote-unquote, spots that just, like make me either feel like small or just kind of center me um so yeah the ocean is 100 percent one of them just like standing on the edge of the ocean i feel like small and at peace and i love it um there's this drive in bellingham called chuck and a drive Ooh, beautiful. you're not familiar with that go get familiar with it there's this wall of fossils along that drive that i'm obsessed with there's ferns oh, oh i love ferns are my favorite plant but there's ferns all along that drive that I just, it's beautiful. And it over, so it's like this twisty, windy, like coastal road, but it overlooks the Bellingham Bay and you can see like Canada. It's so pretty. That was like a spot. I used to drive that or I'd take my friend and we'd go drive, we'd get like coffee and then just go drive it. Like I've taken so many people on that road. I love that road. 
like it's it's amazing and that was a spot back home up here natchez trace parkway is really close to where i live so i've discovered that recently and there's this bridge on over that that overlooks i don't know what it overlooks i think it's the highway but that's that's my like current spot that i escape to a lot um there's also a bunch of hikes up there but on a few that's really cool but those are some of my spots i'm not gonna out the rest of them so y'all can't come find me because i like <laughs> to be alone <laughs> but yeah that's i have spots like that and i call them my end of the world spots and i i love those brings me peace that's a form of self-care iced coffee is also a form of self-care i don't care who in moderation in moderation cold brew can cure your depression <laughs> I'm not a mental health professional. Please don't take my advice on that. I think laughter is a form of self care. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes, if I feel like absolute garbage, I have these two friends who are absolutely wonderful, but they'll drag me out of my house. They'll be like, no, we're going out, like, and we'll just go get like food or something. And then I will be on the floor crying, laughing. They're funny, and I appreciate them for just making me cackle, like, laugh. Sometimes you just need help getting yeah out. you need to like yeah just shout be out, needed out of the home shout out to the people that yeet me out of my home or make me leave because like being there all the time that sucks especially because i live alone i don't know sometimes like i used to go to the grocery store which is people like you go to the store cool i'm coming just to leave my house which i think is also important getting out and doing things or just laughing like watch a comedy special on netflix or something some of those are really funny that just like make yourself laugh i watch tiktoks in bed i started every morning when i get up watching tiktoks like i need to laugh before i get up and that's been great like tiktoks are stupid i <laughs> tiktoks are dumb but if you can get me to cackle up like it helps it helps my day being on my phone less too that's a oh, good yeah. one that's what I'm really, really trying to work on recently. I'm on my phone so much, and I, I need to not be. I need to not be on Snapchat all day. I need to not be texting all day. Like, I need to just stop being on my phone. Sometimes I just wish I could just disconnect and disappear for, like, I really want to go back. off the grid. Yeah. Live in the van. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, moving down here was kind of, like, going off the grid a little, but also, like, not, because everyone's, like... My thing with why I'm on my phone a lot is because people back home are like, want to hang out, want to talk. And I'm like, yes, but also I like, I want to hang out in person. <laughs> I don't want to just text you. Huh. Like, I love talking to you when they're my best friends. But like, it's solely now like a Snapchat or Instagram or like Facebook or whatever kind of relationship. And that sucks, which is, I think, why I'm on my phone more now than I was. But yeah. I think self-care, like, also the most important part is just doing things that make you happy, regardless. I mean, if they're toxic ones, like me chopping my hair off, maybe don't do that. But if they're, per like, adding things to your life instead of taking things away, uh, no matter how stupid they are. Like, I put on lipstick to make myself feel better. That's not, like, a revolutionary form of self-care. Jack drinks a lot of iced coffee. <laughs> like, these aren't revolutionary things, but they make us feel better. So I think anything you do in that realm is okay. As long as they add things to your life and they don't hurt the others around you. As long as you're happy, healthy, and not causing harm, I think, yeah, then whatever you're doing is okay. <laughs> um, 
Thank you for listening to episode two of Hell Yeah and Other Things. Please be sure to follow us on our Instagram, hellyeah.podcast, and stream us. Stream everything. Episode one is up on all streaming platforms. Give us a follow on Spotify. Give us a rating and a follow. And leave a comment on Apple Music. We love to see what you guys have to say. Yes, we do. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, tell your friends if you like us. Or if Get you want to laugh at there. us. Yeah, spread the word. We're excited. We're I'm really excited we're doing this. It's a good oh, creative so outlet. We'll be back next Saturday with an episode of Hell Yeah and Other Things out for you. Thanks Topic for... to be determined. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to record this in the morning and we're like, self care, is that what we're talking about? Yes. Panic. We'll get better. I promise they're a little rough. I know they're a little rough. We're aware. But they'll get better. They will. Just like everything, it will get better. It will get better. Aw, what a good way to round out self-care. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell? Wait, what's your hell yeah moment of the week? Or your hell nah moment, or both? My hell yeah moment of the week was... Now that Washington is in... Well, not all of Washington, but like the county I'm in is in phase two. Me and three of my dearest friends that I've known since literally sixth grade, we got Red Robin for lunch and got Aww. to hang out and catch up for two hours and lots of laughter and very cathartic. What's your hell and nah that was going to highlight my hell nah moment was a... Uh... I need to think. <laughs> think, think, think. Thinking. I didn't really have like an explicit hell nah moment. That's good. Which is good, you know. There were ups and downs, irritations, but like nothing, nothing that warrants talking about, especially for a self-care episode. Yeah. I think my hell yeah moment was getting, I went out with my friends on yesterday, no, the day before. Um, We just went out for drinks and it was fun. And I was just laughing a lot. And that was awesome because I like, whole week before it was ragey. So shout out to them for getting me out of the house and making me cry in a Jonathan's from laughter. I appreciate y'all. I don't, I think my hell not moment, I had to clean my oven. That was rough. It was not a good Oof, time for Ovens me. are rough. And my whole house smelled burnt. I was not a fan. But I think that was like <laughs> severely my hell not moment. <laughs> bye, friends. Oh. <laughs> Should we just be like, bye, friends. We'll see you next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bye, friends. See you next no. week. <laughs> no, we get to do it at the same time. Three, two, one. Bye, Bye friends. <laughs> See you See next, you next week. week. <laughs> next week. I feel like that. Keep that in. I feel like that's a good ending. Okay. 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 okay.